couple of thousand years. What we have taken million years, ordinarily now we take less time. And then this is that man can collaborate in the process. He is conscious. He can participate in the journey. He has the joy of the journey. He can aspire for it. He knows this is going to happen. So, in a certain sense, knowing helps because it shuffles the way. In a certain sense, we can collaborate in it. But one thing is for sure that thankfully, the emergence of the supernatural consciousness upon us in unbodied beings is not left at the mercy of the man. And the several basic collaborations have made it very, very clear, even in solitary, their lives. Even should a post-time force cling to its name, yet the hour must come of the path of the empire. It's just they have made sure that the whole process is foolproof. And whatever last is human being fulfilling all that you expect from it. In fact, the question in hand like this what should we expect from you? Trust makes it easy. 
So that's then we have the famous two things which we are going to do, the call and the grace. The call comes from them and the grace carries this journey. It's a long journey and we see from the point of the end result, a complete radical transformation has never been even conceived in its fullness. There have been moments in the history of earth when people have conceived possible that this mind can become luminous. There is an aspiration in the waiting times when possibly was a fallout from a still earlier age when this kind of aspiration was there that we have our minds be full of that light, our hearts full of that love and ananda. But for the first time, such a change right down to the very material cells, it sounds almost like a dream. And yet, as the mother said, in context with all of it, it's a dream of the Lord, yes. And then she added that the dreams of the Lord are often more real than the realities of the earth. So this is a dream, but not a human dream. It's not a dream conceived in some films. And that's why it's speculating about so mind is not very good or healthy thing because it actually introduces a kind of also within us our own imagination that this is how the supernatural will be, this is how it will not be. When it comes, it comes, when it happens, it is happening, it is emerging, it's the most happening thing. So the thing that we should focus on when it comes to the supernatural transformation is what we can do, if anything at all to collaborate in the process. Or that the only thing within us, given to us. We also spoke of the spiritualization, which is about the higher and higher levels of consciousness descending into our embodied nature. In the old yogas, in some weird moments of trance, in moments when one withdrew from our consciousness from the surface, and the consciousness was sufficiently free to ascend, Yogis will experience something of that brightness, that light, that intuition, that ananda. And in that state, sometimes they will see things, they will experience things which are really very hard. But when it came down to this embodied nature, when it came down to interacting collectively and individually with this world of transience, there was always the deficiency of the instrument. So instrument nature was never changed. It remained the same. When I could act through the limited instrument, it was like a, if one could imagine, the mother is almost the same thing, but in another way, that if somebody, someone like Beethoven, who has music right all the time within him, but was given a very imperfect instrument to play, what would he feel? How would he express? How would he manifest it? So even when people rose to these higher levels, they could not express it either in their individual life or collective life. Firstly, because the instruments were not ready, and also the collectivity was not ready. Perhaps that was the reason why need uh, arose of keeping the ascetic out of the boundaries of the normal human civilization. Even in India, where spiritual care is so much revered and loved, at least in the last thousand years, you see that the spiritual man should stay in his ashram far away 
because he is to be revered and worshipped. But if your own child is said, I want to be spiritual and follow the spiritual path, the parents will not be comfortable about it. Do it after retirement, not now. He says both sides, but that's because the spiritual man always lived in very dangerous inner freedom. And if the creativity is not ready, it can be very, very upsetting. The mother speaks about the event of the Superman. And she says that, in fact, in one day she says, Chandrakar says that it's very dangerous to be in close contact with such a thing. Because it upsets all your notions. We have ideas about what is spiritual, what is divine, what is human, and everything it upsets. It's balanced and very different. What appears very, very important to human beings can be totally insignificant even to the God-like consciousness of God. And there's, you know, we have stories in, story after story in events. For God's destruction of the universe is nothing, it's just a fraction of the moment. And it's not even possible, you don't feel compassion for what is being destroyed. You say, I'll be even here tomorrow, what's there? The form is gone, what's the first of all? So that consciousness can be so vast and so powerful and it can be very, very dangerous to dwell in the mother's words as he said that man has upset the balance of material nature and the superman has upset the balance of men and humanity. And that is the reason why she insisted that one should not, never try to convert anyone, especially there is a layer of humanity to be happy and contented with itself. It is satisfied with its uh, little round of uh, happy desires and the fruits and its harmonies and there is nothing wrong with it. But she said, don't disturb this layer of humanity because they lose the balance of their past and the effort for this supernatural transformation is to premature. She spoke of an intermediate layer of humanity which will emerge, which will serve like an interface between the new being and the old consciousness that we as human beings represent. This humanity is already emerging and will emerge more and more. But otherwise, for the human consciousness, this is very, very premature. We talk specifically about uh, any condition of the ego. In other words, what are the conditions for the supernatural? Consciousness to express itself. She says, perfect equality in all circumstances, every day, all the time. And then she qualifies the equality. This is not just an equality of indifference, the perfect immobility of the consciousness. The mind, vital, physical, are immobile and completely under the influence of truth and nothing else. And in no preconceived notion, because the supernatural truth is Unwarned and unpartitioned. One cannot tie it into this formula, that formula. And someone asked the mother, uh, what will be the way that the supermind will act? She said, how can you liberate it? It can act in many ways, thousand ways. And when people ask her about the first results, people are asking, after 56, they ask her, somebody is understanding that they ask her. And then people are asking that um, what will be the effects of the supernatural consciousness. 
for the mind one place and by formulating this order and precision to otherwise a chaotic kind of life whose rhythm we cannot capture. It has to It simply means that we immerse from all these formulas and depressive emotions, including either what God is or is not, what He will do or He will not do. And we can go to any extent and we can see that it is so powerful that if this conceit is held by small hearts of ignorant mind, it can turn into a very dangerous doctrine. When someone asked mother, mother has recounted this experience of her, someone said, I am now ready for anything, you know, for God's command. I will do anything. If God commands me, accept that, accept slaying. But I know he will never ask me to kill anyone. Are you sure? What will be answered in this question? Are you sure? Now, this you know can be terribly misused. Anybody can say, God has commanded me. So it's, it's not about his way. If you look at it from the point of view of the vastness, for the divine destruction and creation are equal compassion. The destruction that the divine does is equally with the deepest love in his heart. This should be spoiled too. And this is not of the commandment of the truth, even of the overmind God, where he describes in his spoiled book. He rides in the car and he strikes in the spheres. spheres. That is how he strikes. And yet, he strikes with us the heart full of love, the master of man, and his infinite lover. He is the one who is so close to us. And yet, he can strike in the sphere and is full of compassion. He wars for the world and is ultimate ears. What kind of a truth is it? What kind of a power is it? What kind of a consciousness is it? And that is why, thankfully, one cannot get it by any egoistic process. There is no technique of getting this over thankfully. And then, of course, this is going to happen. Human beings being really what we are. We are going to start many, many new schools. The school of the rapid supramental yoga, where technique will be taught for a thousand rupees a day. There is a seven day course for the rapid transformation course. And you know, people will be taught how to sit in a certain posture, how to meditate and bring down the supramental and feel good about it. Not to feel good. Always when one has to one something without paying the price, one should be suspected. It's a common sense rule of ordinary life. But if you go to the market and somebody says where vegetarian vendors are sitting, sir, are you looking for a diamond? First of all, don't be foolish to ask. And you say, yes, you are looking for a diamond, yes. Okay, I have it, but special time only for you, and I have real cheap offer. How much is it?
It's known as Green Cow. And it's very strange, it's a paradox. Whenever somebody spoke to Sri Aurobindo that I want to be a Superman, this is what I believe, wish to Superman, Sri Aurobindo would discourage the other. Of course, he said, if you want to ask, you can ask the Guru to discuss it first. He says, to think of coming to this yoga with the idea of becoming a superman is nothing else but a dangerous, exaggerated egoism and we land straight into the abyss. Superman is not man aggrandized in his human capacity and ego. Superman is the humble of the humblest and the powerful of the powerful. This is the beauty. He is the slave and the king at the same time. Let's say the vital, it superimposes on the body and keeps it preserved under its influence. But 
But such a movie that has like wow, that he movie in the world just like that. So there is nothing like an individual transformation. By situation, it has to be at least in a certain number of individuals. In today's uh, context, in the, in the mental language, they use the word um, tipping point. That the change goes on in a few simultaneously, and nothing is emerging. When a point comes, a certain number of individuals are ready. So there is a tipping point at which the balance is tilted and the process becomes rapid. So what, when this will happen, how it will happen, we don't know. But there are few indicators. Who is the superman? What powers he will have? What magic he will do? Shrinita has four beautiful aphorisms. Who is the superman? He who can rise above this matter regarding broken, mental human image. This is this. He is so powerful. He knows that he is not just this agglomeration of cells, thoughts, ideas, opinions, but has managed to write about it. And, and possesses himself universalized and deified in a divine force, a divine love and joy and a divine knowledge. It's not an impersonal consciousness in which he rises and remains silent. He finds himself. Out of this struggling, conflicting, this, this kind of a pretty prison in which we live, let us find himself released from it in a divine force, divine love and joy and divine knowledge, the time which are now. So, this is one definition of Superman. And the mother says, the Superman is now in the making. The laboratories are open and he's been made everywhere in the world. And a new consciousness has very recently manifested on Earth. This can't be written, but obviously it's in the first of January 1969, when the mother spoke of the descent of the Superman consciousness into matter. A new consciousness has very recently manifested on Earth to bring this process to perfection, but it is unlikely that any human being has yet arrived at this fulfillment. The second is, very interesting because for every authentic superman there would be 10 imposters superman. <laughs> so, this is another example. If thou keepest this limited human ego and thinkest thyself the superman, thou art but the fool of thy own pride, the plaything of thy own force, and the instrument of thy own illusions. Another very, very beautiful comment. This naturally implies that all the ambitious people who now declare themselves to be supermen can only be imposters. But people full of pride who deceive themselves and try to deceive others. The authentic psychic consciousness cannot be deceived. All else things will be deceived. It's so easy to make a about something of which the ordinary human consciousness has no idea. And it's even more easier to deceive ourselves because we have to be constantly all the time. So, this is what she's saying is it's never good to in this yoga to be satisfied and look at oneself. The mother is beautiful there. Therefore, are all pride and self satisfaction 
Game and Fusilli. They are meaningless. They are absurd. To think where do I reach? It means only wasting time to look at myself. Either way, it serves no purpose. If you feel that no, I have reached nowhere, it will feel as with despondency. If you feel that it is somewhere, it will feel as with complacency. The result of both will be that you will stop progressing. So it is much better not to think of oneself. The road opens by self-doing and self-forgetting. That's the third reason is what Superman is not. Superman is not a superpower who will crush human beings. I am so powerful, you all pity human beings, pity and religion, say not like that. He is full of compassion with humanity. Even in strength and destruction, there is love which will always be in the background. Means all the Superman as the lion soul passing out of camelhood. But the true heraldic device and token of the Superman is the lion seated upon the camel which stands upon the tower of plenty. Now he has this beautiful thing. If thou canst not be the slave of all mankind, Thou art not fit to be his master. Say, and then let everybody be worthy. If thou canst not be the slave of all mankind, thou art not fit to be his master. And if thou canst not make thy nature as Vasishthi's cow of plenty, Vasishthi was a seer. In very times you had a cow called Kamdhini. And this cow was a cow of plenty, whatever you desired to keep. It's a magical cow. So a cow of plenty with all mankind to draw its wish from our others. What is that in your life is Superman today? He thought you would become that. So another says, be the slave of all kind means. To be ready to serve mankind and to make oneself as the cow of plenty means. Now what does it mean? Does it mean that we should now go out and start distributing blankets and participate in all the social reform programs and join hands with the government in all the hard building and you know, free food distribution? No. That anyway can be not be in a higher consciousness. The higher consciousness should be the gift of higher things. So she is saying to be able to pour forth with a beautiful language. Pour forth abundantly all the force, the light, the power that mankind needs in order to emerge from its ignorance and incapacity. This is the science of To pour forth the knowledge, the light, the power, constantly. It's not in any particular forum, in any particular situation. Such a being constantly is in contact with the higher forces and pours around him or her all these forces. Very naturally, as one breathes, it's the atmosphere of such a person. Mother, you should understand in one room, where pulling forth these forces far away, thousands of miles away, to receive it and feel the joy and the bliss and the beauty and the light just by remembering what kind of power it will be. That is how he goes for. does not mean that one has to necessarily move around and you know, give lectures. <laughs> it is something to the spontaneous act of 
being in contact with the higher bodies. For if this were not so, the superhuman being would be burdened rather than held to earth. The mother has a very, very subtle sense of him. Very subtle, very profound. If you speak of Shabbat Shalom, there should be a son or a time ago. The mother speaks. Very subtle. There's such a superhuman being, a burden on earth. That he could be maintaining his superhuman, superhuman, so that he can aggrandize himself. Then the last of the in this is being to the world as the lion in fearlessness and passion. Lion is the calm strength. Superman is not afraid. He's not afraid of declaring the truth, even if everybody opposes their denies. This is Shrinivas words. He's not afraid of declaring the truth. For what? Why? Let the world deny. This is the truth when is seen and felt. Even if the world listens to the truth, there is no fear. He is afraid of nothing, neither of death nor of life. So he says, be to the world as the lion, not the lion of devotion, but the lion of fearlessness and watching, as the camel in patience and service. So, these two qualities. Superman is not impatient. Angry from the understanding. He has his own way of doing things. Patient and service. As the cow in quiet forbearing and maternal beneficence. Living in all the joy of God as a lion over its prey. All of this that is there above us. It's for us. Take it. The divine doesn't want to stop it from coming, but we want small things. That is our problem. Since living in all the joys of God, there is a line over its prey, but bring also all humanity into that infinite field of luxurious ecstasy to fellow their compassion. In the mother says, these are the qualities needed for the growth of the being until its divinization. It is also a reminder that no transformation can be complete without the ascent of humanity. There is nothing that can be the transformation. It has to be given ever increasing wider and wider circles, otherwise one begins to fossilize and get interested. Now, of course, the way of doing it will be different. Somebody who is living more and more in the cosmic consciousness, it's possible to be where one is and to spread in ever wider circles and engage the whole earth. But otherwise, to isolate oneself with an egoistic sense of grand supernatural with all kinds of powers, powers of telepathy, powers of clairvoyance and clairvoyance and powers which will make one special, exceptional, extraordinary, and being worshipped by others. It's a very dangerous concept of Superman. So, that is why they didn't speak much about it. Of course, Shavito has written in the synthesis something in more conceivable human language about what would be the supernatural sense, what would be the supernatural sense of time, what would be the supernatural powers which are emerging. Is there are many powers which will manifest.
interest, inspiration, revelation, intuition, all this glorious knowledge is proclaimed. And finally, knowledge of identity. It's like you know, because you are that, right now everything is other than me. And the power is as if it were one's own part. I have a power over my hand, whether I want to raise it or not raise it. But I don't have power over else's hand. But if all things are my own being, what kind of power that you be? Obviously, unless there is a complete mastery over the ego, it can be misused. And therefore, it will not be able. So the rule is very simple that one has to be completely free from that ego. So what is the way? The mother is too very simple for One is do not pull give yourself. So don't try to pull the soul mind as if it is something like a in fact, she cautions that most of the time that people pull, that they are promoting the super mind into their system, they are actually pulling a vital entity. And this vital entity gives all kinds of experiences. It can even be the experience of calm, even the experience of such a So she cautions about that. And the second is, cling to truth and don't cling. Do not cling to anything, any kind of state, any kind of stage, any kind of experience, any kind of uh, temporary formation, any kind of opinion, idea, however I can get here, yet it is but a passing stage. So forward, never forward, never forward, is the watchword here. Not looking back. So to use, to paraphrase one of the formulas, which is very fashionable nowadays, Live in the present. This is supposed to be a remedy for many years, yes, but from the supernatural point of view, one will say live in the future. Think of what one wants to be rather than what one is, and that is the road to supernatural. So we will close with uh, just to the two of these passages. She did a whole lot of things, a whole lot of therapy vision. She described the whole section of humanity made this possible. And the whole other section that collapsed into this animal nature because it's closer to the animal. And really, if you see the kind of humanity today, it's animal. It's not good, not bad, it's just like an animal, except that it is, looks like human beings. So it can just collapse back to the animal state. And there is a whole humanity which is quite perverse. And she said that they were possible to resist it. Open to the light, to the new force of consciousness. And this humanity will be uplifted into the new light. This is what she is describing greatly. And
इसी होगा बोझ इनर एंड आउटर फिजिकल Constant 
sense of faithfulness. The more we remember our Lady Supernatural, the more further we are moving, the gap is increasing, and the less we remember ourselves, the more we forget ourselves, the more we will abandon the rest of this, which will be us. And what is it? The mother says that in one of her prayers for the how does it matter? What mission now has been entrusted to this point? Where you place it at the center of the periphery? Where this is the body chosen for the world of God? How does it matter? Actually, the sign of freedom from Hinduism is this that it doesn't matter because there is nothing like my body, my mind, my life. It is a universal life, universal mind, universal body. Wherever it happens, it is the divine happening. And that is the spirit in which one should be joyous and happy. It's not a competition between the best of each person. It is that that we must be there, wherever and whoever, and that is not the happiness. Increase your receptivity to the utmost. But never try to pull the force towards you. But wanting to pull is already a dangerous egoism. You may aspire, you may open yourself, you may give yourself, but never seem to take. When things go wrong, people gain force, but it is not the force that is responsible. It is ambition, egoism, ignorance, and the weakness of the person. Give yourself generously and with a perfect disinterestedness. And from the deeper point of view, nothing bad will ever happen to you. Here was no disqualifying from the deeper point of view. Superficially, things may go wrong, seemingly. Try to take and you will be on the brink of the practice. It could be said that it is much more difficult to pass from the mental to the supermental life than to pass from a certain psychic emotional life. Something that is like a reflection, a humanist emulation of the divine presence in life. And she spoken of the psychic being which emerges. It is so much easier in the past. Why we have this? It is so much emphasized so much on the psyche being. And yet, we, you know, hasten and now all that is not necessary. We can think about it like books, and there are some new techniques and gadgets by which we can enter into supernatural. This is so much easier. To the supernatural consciousness, it is much easier to pass from that into the supernatural consciousness than to pass from the highest intellectual speculation to any supernatural vibration. Perhaps it is the word that misleads supernatural. So, we stand on the mind and we are supernatural. Perhaps it is because we are a supernatural that we expect to reach it with higher intellectual mental activity. But the fact is very different. With this very, very clear, very noble intellectual activity, even with a very high, very pure level of not of our ordinary intellectual activity, one seems to move towards a kind of cold, powerless abstraction, if frozen and icy light, which is
surely very more from time and still further away from the experience of the supramental reality. Tonight, this is the very person. You know, you have a part and you just have a dose of the supramental. In this new substance, which is spreading and acting in the world, there is a path, a power, a joy. So intense that all intellectual activity seems cold and dry inside it. And that is why the less one talks about these things, the better it is. A single moment, a single impulse of deep and true love, an instant of the understanding which lies in the divine grace, brings you much closer to the goal than all possible explanations. The moment of true love, far more powerful. The moment of understanding that comes by grace, far more luminous than all the abstractions of thought and volumes of light and spirit. I think this is the best time to stop. Sometimes the image of the things you can give you a kind of feeling of 